rdtdaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. All right, there I am. My hair looks like shit. Ugh. Hold on a second. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Tara Devlin. I am the founder of the delightful website, rdtdaily.com, formerly known as republicandirtytricks.com. There was never a shortage of Republican dirty tricks. Uh, maybe one day we'll have to change it to, I don't know, uh, finally we have some decency. Maybe that's a, that's, I should pick up that URL. Uh, all right, so we meet here every Saturday evening from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. at the RDT Daily um, Facebook and YouTube channels. That's Eastern Standard Time, and we're replayed starting Sunday on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app. We're also available on GDPR Revolution 99, which is another great independent liberal radio station, so you should check it out and bookmark it. What else? What else? Um, donate to the site. Do me a favor. I'm getting a little irritated, uh, as usual. I'm just irritated. I'm irritable. What do you expect? We live in fascism. It's irritating. But so I, I, I would like for you guys, if you can, if you have the means to donate to the site, but also buy some merch merchandise at the RDT Daily store. We have some really great stuff. Uh, very fun designs you can wear on your, just walk around. It's, uh, it's liberating and free to walk around with t-shirts bashing Trump because it also, it's a good conversation starter as well. That's what I find when, uh, when I'm out there, you get to know people who are on your side and it's a, it's a way of networking too. So who knows who you'll meet when you're wearing one of our, resistance t-shirts because all of the all the profits go to the site we go it goes into creating more liberal content to funding this show to funding writers to write stories about what the hell is going on in this fascist usa before our freedom of speech is completely eliminated and the other thing is, if you donate, uh, you can also just donate to the site. If anybody who donates above $20 or above will get our new Keep Calm and Join the Resistance window clings. All right. I used to give out a Vote Blue and grab them by the midterms, but that's by the time you get it. It's, midterms are going to be over. So the So that's what I would need you to do. Also... I know the show. It's it's going to get better. Hold on. I have to get through this. Um, it, there is a necessary evil to fundraising. It's irritating. I hate. I, I wish I had won the lottery. That's another story. That billion dollar lottery. What kind of what what kind of sick society do we live in? Yeah, I played. Of course I did. Why why wouldn't I? Because you got to take a chance at least if you're living in this system that sucks. But to have that system, it's almost like validating the sickness of the entire broken system. So because, oh, we'll just we'll pick one person, we'll we'll pluck them out of the uh, broken misery and put them into the uh, class of billionaires. 
You see, so it's almost like a way of telling the people, "Hey, you got, you do have hope. Don't have all, don't lose all hope, right? Don't, don't bash the system. You see, because there's an opportunity there for to become a billionaire without having to be born on third base, thinking you hit a triple, like Trump. So, but anyway, but I didn't win." So that's why I'm here uh, pushing window clings. You know, you didn't see, you n- you never saw Andrew Breitbart having to do that. Yeah, I got to bug up my ass about it. It's irritating because we're on the the side of truth, justice, and the American way. We don't have funders like the like the Mercer family or the Koch brothers or Shelley Adelson. You know, as much as or George Soros, we don't have. Uh, uh, that's what they have. They, if if I was up here spewing conservative hate, I believe me, we would be in a studio and have and we'd we'd be funded. I'd have a whole team here, and my hair wouldn't look like shit. <laughs> For real, it's true. That's just the way it is because we are we're doing it ourselves, and we're also the the fact is we're fighting against the people like Shelley Adelson, like those old Cretans who are nothing but parasites on the back of the working class for time immemorial and on this system. They are breaking the back of the American dream, the American way. They're they're the the the, the tumor on the body politic. But anyway, so that's why they need to fund People, well, when he was alive, but now Breitbart, Andrew Breitbart, they gave him, they gave him six million dollars to start that friggin' that uh, propaganda network, Breitbart. They are funded by the Mercer family. They have, they live, uh, they don't live there, but they have a townhouse of Cretans who write their anti-Semitic, anti-American uh, hate. That's it. They need they need their propaganda. They realize that. The, but this isn't propaganda. We're talking about truth. Here's the thing. All right, let me get into the show because I'm annoyed. Alrighty. Also, uh, give uh, give this show a re- review on iTunes. If you don't have the if you don't have financial means, you can also help us by just spreading the word. You know what I mean? That helps too. <clears throat> All right, guys. So, listen. People like the show. What do, you, what do you want me to say here? I gotta. This is what I have to do. It's annoying. I, I hate it. All right. Um. Here's the. Here's the thing. All right. What happened today? Let me just get into it because I'm. Uh, it's overwhelming. The, uh, there was another shooting. Of course, I was just minding my own business this morning. I I woke up late. Saturday's really the only day that I sleep a little bit, so I was sleeping. Uh, woke up. I was minding my own business, watching a documentary on uh, Nazism, and uh, I was like, "Let me see what's going on in the real world in the in the current uh, fascist takeover." And of course, the, it never ends. Right? So we have a shooting at a synagogue, a mass shooting, with now I don't know how many people are dead, according to. And that's the other thing. It's uh, I was watching. Then I was watching MSNBC, and they they were saying, "Oh, uh, this this number may rise. This statistic. There's these are human beings. It's not just oh now we have a ele- how many people are dead. They were saying oh eleven death toll rises to eleven. 
they're oh it's going the and this number is gonna get larger or whatever she said and it was like it's not a number these are human beings these are this is a life that was snuffed at they went to the synagogue this morning to practice their religion or whatever gather with like-minded people and now they're dead because a, a uh a, somebody who is an anti-semite as the the um more details are coming out this guy was a rabid anti-semite uh went there to because uh you know he hated he he said all jews must die this is what he was saying and i was and i thought all why what is wrong with white men frankly all and now this guy's like 50 something years old or uh, is it 57 i don't know all the the new uh all of the details are coming out He's either 47 or 50. He's in his near 50s or whatever. He's in that vicinity. Some white loser. And um, apparently, of course, all over the Internet, the Trump uh, sycophants are trying to excuse Trump. You know what I mean? Because that's all that matters. Is, as long, if Trump gets off scot-free, they're, they're cool. It doesn't matter what he says, what he does who he inspires, the lies that he and the entire party tell. So this guy, uh, yeah, online, they're saying, oh, well, he was a Trump hater because Trump, he thought that Trump was controlled by Jews. Now, another thing he thought was that there was a caravan of illegals, okay, the uh, what are commonly known as migrants, what are normally known. This, this, this is a migrant caravan, the people fleeing their failed states that we helped create, seeking asylum because they want to live. You see, they, wanna, they just want to live in peace. So they, and if you or I or anybody else or Trump or whoever were living in a, in a town, in a, in a city, that was ravaged by drug gangs and uh, they were in, in danger for their lives every single day, they, would, they might join a migrant uh, caravan and get the hell out of there, right? Uh, I know I would. We would all take that chance. Nobody walks a thousand miles to, to freedom to try to grasp freedom uh, just because they, what, they want to come up here and clean your gold-plated toilets? Trump? No. They, they heard about that thing we supposedly have in abundance here. Freedom. You fascist freaks. But these cowardly little cretins, it's, to them, freedom is something that you, you can't extend to brown people because then I guess that's just a little bit too much, right? A little too much freedom there. They, all, they only want freedom. It's like when the founding fathers wrote, all men are created equal. You better believe they meant all men, all straight white men. That's it. Property owners, not, me, not men who had to work for a living, not black men, certainly, and not women. What are you kidding me? Women are property. They're, they're, that's why you take the man's name. Men, women were declared as property. Like the like your couch or your chicken coop, that's what uh, the that was a legal construct for women, 
So once you were married, you were the property of your husband. He could do whatever the hell he wanted to you. Beat you, make you shut up, make you stay home. You you did you didn't have rights. Like your children. Like children had right. They were the they were the property of the father. So you know, what the hell? All men, they, they, that's, this has been the struggle of this country from the beginning. Has been, have, we've had some pretty, uh, decent sounding founding documents, promises that were laid out in these founding documents, but not everybody has had access to them. So the more people that get a seat at the table, the more we say, hey, I want a piece of that. I want to be included in this, this thing in the constitution i wanted to be, it to belong to me as well to the more that we extend the franchise of democracy the more cowardly these these white men these tiny little cowardly freaks turn, end up being um it's uh it's fascinating really but they're but that uh, just with the with the bombing that went on this week so we had a week of bombing then the, today an anti-semite goes and kills jews yelling i uh all jews must die why i mean it's so it's so weird they all jew why what are, I mean, it's, uh, I guess then we'll have utopia? I don't understand it. I just don't, it's beyond comprehension with that people who are living in peace, that are just doing, uh, they, they're with their families at a synagogue, they all, all Jews must die. But it does, it can't, because obviously the guy is mentally ill, right? But he has a, he's got a giant asshole uh, screaming lies into his ear about George Soros and migrant uh, caravans that are being funded by an international cabal of globalists, hence, you know, quote-unquote, Jews. That's what that means. What, these people, we've been, we've been here before. How many times do we have to replay this, this movie? We know how it ends. I mean, it uh, it never ends good for the fascists, that's for sure. But they keep replaying it. And today, Trump, I didn't grab the video because I was busy, whatever. Uh, I was busy not doing my hair. But they, uh, he was saying, oh, I can't believe it. You know, it, it, he's like a 12-year-old who didn't read the book, trying to give a book report. Say, oh, this anti-Semitism. I would like one of the reporters to ask him what the what what does anti-semitic mean what why do why what is the term anti-semitic because he i i bet you uh a hundred dollars or more <laughs> i bet you uh you know a lottery ticket he won't he wouldn't know he doesn't know what the hell anti-semitic means he knows that, that it means you don't like jews he doesn't know where it comes from he has no idea this why why we call it anti-Semitic? Because he's a he's a moron. They're all stupid. These people and they're in they're in charge in spite of receiving fewer votes. But 
This is why we have to get out in the midterms. Uh, this isn't a drill, people. I'm really pissed because when, the more I think about it, I think about uh, those who voted for Jill Stein. Jill Stein? Who the, f- who the hell is Jill Stein? Every f- four years she jumps up and says, I want to be president. Where the hell are you in the meantime besides having dinner with Putin? Is there a reason that Putin would give a shit about Jill Stein? Probably because he wants these fascist Republicans to run this country because he gets, uh, he's pull, you know, he gets benefit from it. They do his bidding. So she's, whether unknowingly or knowingly, she's a tool of an anti-democratic foreign dictator who's coming in and and pointing out the flaws in the system. Yeah, yeah, of course, the Democratic Party sucks too because they're all in bed with money, you know? But uh, at least the Democratic Party is won't let you starve in the streets. That's one thing I always say, but the but the, there is hope in the Democratic Party because people for the most part we're trying to create a more perfect union. We're not out there lying. You know, like Trump and his all of the Republicans that enable him, you know they're evil because they're activating these mentally ill, uh, violent right-wingers. They understand what they're doing. And when you go and they, they, they ask, do you think that George Soros is funding this caravan? They say, yeah. I I think I see I saw that uh, that somewhere they don't they, you know it's like um, somebody says he you know I hear a lot of people are saying who the hell uh, uh, and that's that's how the lies get seep into these mentally ill morons minds of course if you're if you're nuts you think that. Why would the president of the United States, why would Republicans, these people in positions of high, uh, you know, very high positions of power, they're not lying. Why would they be lying to me? Right. And especially even the uh, the propaganda, you know, like uh, what's his face? Hannity and all, all those people on Fox News, all those propagandists that you think, of course, they're not lying to me. This is. This, they're te- this is the only channel telling me the truth. No one dare tell me that a cabal of, of globalists are funding a caravan of illegals to come up here and vote illegally in the, in the election. They know that they're full of shit, and they keep saying it anyway. Why? Because they're filthy fascists. That's why, who hate democracy. And that's how. And so, don't give me this shit. This is all week. I've been hearing with the with the bombing going on, that uh, or the attempted bomb, or the the mail bombs. Let's say how both sides need to tamp it down. We all need to reel it in. There's so much vitriol this in this rhetoric going. Well, who the who are they talking about now? They bring up Steve Scalise. Well, Steve Scalise was shot at a. At a you know at a baseball practice, um, and he was a burn. And the guy who shot Steve Scalise was a Bernie Sanders supporter. But, okay, but uh, and Bernie Sanders the, and the, this is what Republicans are saying. And and we don't um, you know uh, put put the blame on Bernie Sanders for one of his what for the actions of one of his supporters. Yeah, of course not. 
but we do put the blame on Twitter. So what? That's what they're saying. Oh, it's just so unfair to blame Twitter for the actions of one of his supporters. Uh, just like Bernie's supporters, uh, you know, uh, just be, uh, it, Bernie's not responsible for the actions of one of his supporters. But the fact is, Bernie, you know, you never heard Bernie say to his supporters, "Treat them rough." Treat those Trumpanzees rough, and I'll pay your legal fees. He never called Steve Scalise evil. I'll call him evil. He, but Bernie never did. Steve, I'll never. Uh, I and you know, Bernie never called Steve Scalise stupid either or racist. I mean, I will, but he, he Bernie never said I'll I'll pay your legal fees. You know, if you treat them roughly, I want to punch them in the face. He never chanted, lock them up, lock Steve Scalise up. He never lied, he, because the fact is he never had to lie about Steve Scalise, because, uh, about what Sc Steve Scalise was up to, because the truth is just that bad. The truth is bad enough about Steve Scalise. You don't have to lie about him. You don't have to lie about somebody who claps like, a, like one of those uh, you know, monkeys that you buy with the symbols. You know, uh, uh, when when he's cheering, taking health care for millions of people after he comes back from almost being shot and he gets to have another chance at life. I mean, not almost being shot from being shot and almost being killed. And he gets another chance at life by thanks to we the people affording him health care. Right. He, uh, you know, there are people that got shot. In this country, thanks to the actions of Steve Scalise, fund his funding, you know, doing the bidding of his paymasters in the NRA, so they can't go to a movie or they can't go to school without getting shot, but then they have to go and, and create a GoFundMe page for their medical bills. You know, Steve Scalise didn't have to do that because we gave him health care, right? But what did he do? How did he thank us when he got out of the hospital? He went, he, he, he assured all the rest of his co-conspirators in the Republican Party that he hadn't changed, that his near-death experience didn't change him a bit. He was just the same asshole as he was before he got shot. Well, that's... Uh, that's too bad for him because I don't think it's, you know, it's like, what's his face? Um, Lee Atwater, how, how he had to, when he got cancer, he got brain cancer in his 40s, and he, he had to beg his maker for forgiveness for all the harm he had done to the country. Clearly, that's not happening to Steve Scalise. He's that, he's, he's that morally damaged. He's that morally ill. And that that's the Republican Party, because we we you know, it's like OJ's looking for the real killer. Trump was looking for the real victim in the bombings uh, in the the attempted bombings last week. And it was him. He found the victim. It, it was any he, he was looking at it in the mirror. He's the victim. And and all of the Republicans rallied around him. The poor deer, the poor victims, they're all such victims, you see. They, all, they have everything. They have all the, gov all the branches of government. They rigged the game. 
successfully, they, in spite of receiving, excuse me, fewer votes, they rigged the game. Um, they're sitting in the the executive office, the Oval Office, despite receiving fewer votes. They're the their majority, so-called majority in the Senate, con- is uh, represents less than forty percent of the American people. The majority of the American people doesn't do not want what they are peddling or pushing. And what what are the Republicans pushing? Let's just name it. They're pushing oligarchy. That's it. That's why they have to go and beg Shelley Adelson. Oh, when when Chris Christie said something, he um he said something that Shel- Sheldon Adelson didn't like. And I think he 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 said something about Israel. I can't exactly remember what it was. It was he's he made a he made a faux pas. One of the words he said that he used the wrong word. Shelley Adelson didn't like it. Chris Christie, in the middle of the night, got on a plane, a, a, a government plane, one of, uh, I think it was funded by We the People, uh, and in the middle of the night went out to see Sheldon Adelson in person to apologize. <clears throat> see, I almost choked on myself. To apologize for, for, for misspeaking. That's how much power that old Cretan, that, that crippled old Cretan has, that rolls around in his wheelchair like, I don't know what, like something out of the, something out of your nightmares. And that's what, that's what's important. You see, but then on YouTube, if you go on YouTube, you'll see all these videos because, uh, Chris Christie thought it was great publicity for him to go around yelling at teachers and yelling at old people on social security who, who dared challenge him. So there's all these videos of the tough guy, Chris Christie yelling at women, yelling at teachers for um, wanting to have a dignified retirement, for wanting to have uh, a pension, for trying to fight for the American dream, for ex- what, what exactly made this country great, which was having a middle class that was available to everybody, that you didn't have to be born on third base thinking you had a triple. You could actually have a job. You could even sweep the floors and you could still have a decent middle-class life. You didn't have to work three uniquely American jobs to make, uh, you know, not even come close to the standard of living of, uh, of your grandparents. No, you, you were able to, you did better than your, fam- than your, than your parents. And uh, that was because of unions that elevated uh, everybody's standard of living that um, even if you weren't in a union. So we had 35% unionization. We had a top marginal tax rate of 90%, which prevented an intergenerational aristocracy like the the likes of the damn Koch brothers and the friggin', uh, well, Donald Trump Jr., the most useless Cretan to ever uh, inflict, be inflicted on this world. Besides Trump, I mean, that he is one useless scum. But, so anyway, and, uh, you know, that's what Chris Christie had to, that's what they're yelling at, because 
in the Republican zeitgeist, you're you're greedy, right? If you want a decent middle class life, if you're if you have good health care and and you 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 have a union that fights for your retirement and. You know, what they do is they turn uh, other workers against you. Hey, I don't have that. Why do why do I, you know, I'm 85 years old and I got to drive a goddamn Uber to make ends meet. You know, uh, why do you have a Cadillac health care plan and I got to cut my pills in two, right? But that's what they do. They turn working people against each other and while they suck on uh you know the the uh they 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 prostrate themselves in uh, in front of the billionaires who they are actually working for so anyway and that's fascism right there because fascism is the merger of the corporate and state and we have a cor- we have a corporation yeah we have a country a country that functions as an appendage to the affairs of billionaires and that's it and, and and Trump, you know, he, this week, there is no difference. So w- what happened this week? So he says he's a nationalist. Now, another that's another. Oh, you know. Oh, wait, hold on. I have I think I have this video. My computer is acting very slow. It's always fucking something. Oh, no. Do I have that nationalist video? I almost don't want to look for it because I feel I fear it will slow down my computer. Yeah. I don't have it. Anyway, um yeah, so we but he the fact is he does he's like a lot of people say that nationalists this word nationalist it's fallen it's so old fashioned. Right. It was that old it's like the uh it's like the Godwin's law, right? It's that I've been talking about for three weeks because I hate it. It's the, and I'm so glad that people are, have seen the light about it. And I, it's just another thing. I feel I, I'm almost in a lot of ways. I feel like Cassandra, like the mythical Cassandra who was cursed by being able to see the future and to warn people about the future, about impending disasters, but nobody believed her. That was her her curse. That's what I feel like sometimes. Because for years I've been saying this is this is bullshit. This uh, Godwin's law. And um, get, guess what? Fascism is coming. It's it's uh, we're barreling there. And I feel like here we are now. Right. And everything I said, it's almost like the same thing. With um, I'm writing this book called "It Sucks to Be Right," and that's why I say it sucks to be right because I don't want to be right. I and the the book is about my father and I. My father was a Reagan Democrat, and we used to argue all the time. And I would say this is going to have this will lead to that, and I and it would really hurt my feelings too because he was voting Republican, and I'd be like, "Don't you care about me?" Don't you want me to have a, a retirement? Don't you care if I have health care? You know, and I know he did care, but it's almost like, what the hell is wrong with you? Uh, these Republicans, they, 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 they have been deceived. It's like the same thing w- now with um, what with Republicans vo- uh, running on 
the bullshit that they will protect Americans who have pre-existing conditions. They really do count on the stupidity of the people who vote for them. Are you kidding me? And this is another reason why we have to vote in this midterms, because not we have to overcome their cheating, for one thing. Because they are, they are committing acts of voter suppression that are unprecedented. They understand the stakes. We may, we, I think we've been asleep, frankly, uh, and, and thinking everything is running normally. While they've been behind the scenes like little demons, like little gremlins in the machine, rigging the system against the against democracy and they have been very successful as as evidenced by the fact that they're sitting in the, in power despite receiving fewer votes if this was a functioning democracy how many how many presidents do we have to have how many people in congress and and, and the senate uh, and the house and uh, who sit in the judiciary who don't deserve to be there who don't represent the the people. Why are they gerrymandering these districts? I know the Democrats did that too, but they, the Republicans took it to an art form. They understand that they cannot win on the basis of their class war ideals. They, they know it. That's why they pretend to be Democrats. That's why Trump Trump ran as, uh, uh, in a lot of ways, as a left winger, but with a lot of racism. So he was like, he was for the working class. He was for tariffs, for free, um, fair trade, right? But with a lot of racism on top. So. And I always say, and that's why I knew that uh, there was a study recently saying that it that the Trumpanzies, it's not that they're economically insecure. That's of that the the tedious argument that we keep hearing. Oh, it's the that Trump tapped into the economic security of the white working class. It's no, that he tapped into their racism because if they if they they were literally if they were economically insecure, they would have went for Bernie because Bernie was that he was legitimately uh, for the same working class ideals without the racism. But and you know, but they Trump's morons like it. They are. There's no difference. I know. I. I say this, it's the truth. They, under the right circumstances, the Republican red hats would be the brown shirts. There is no doubt in my mind. And you see them. You see them now. You see what they're capable of. And the lies. So not only, they, that, so this is why we're in big trouble, too. Because the Republican Party, they don't, they don't want to learn a lesson. They're not out for... They're not looking at themselves in the mirror. They're not like Lee Atwater. They're not saying, wait, hold hold on here. I have really, really harmed my country. I this look at what I've done. They they sent bombs to former presidents of the United States. This is a terrorist attack on magnitude uh, with 9-11, with the with uh Timothy McVeigh, with the most 
the, you know, with the 92 World Trade Center bombing, the, the, the trauma of this. But you see how the Republican Party, they're, they're not out, they're not looking to, to learn a lesson. They're looking to deflect blame. And in fact, Trump, he's, he is the victim. As I just said, they, you know, he's the victim of this whole thing because they had a lot of momentum, the Republican Party, because they, they pushed this Kavanaugh drunk, this unworthy sexual assaulter into the uh, Supreme Court, despite all, everything, despite the fact that he's yelling about revenge of the Clintons, and uh, despite the... Uh, testimony that he of his behavior and his lies the provable lies that he committed the the perjury that he that he continually committed uh, on his way to this lifetime appointment that doesn't you know and so they had all that uh they they framed him as a victim because nothing gets the republican party motivated by except uh, hatred of uh, the other, but nothing gets them motivated like that. Ex- you know what am I trying to say? As uh, as much as being a victim, they are the the victims. Um, th- they basically suffer from pro- professional victimitis, and it's it's so tedious. And that's another reason why they're they're unfit. They're literally unfit to hold leadership positions in a modern nation. Because they lack the emotional maturity, everything that happens, they're the victim. It's the media. It's me. They're mean to me. They're uh, because they tell the truth. He thinks, oh, I'm go. I do the greatest thing for this country. What What is so great about killing hibernating bears? You You fat piece of shit. I'm sorry. I don't mean to say that. That I. Uh, what is so great about? I don't mean to fat shame. Maybe I do. Yeah, he needs to be shamed. He just need. I don't care. He doesn't even care anyway. What does he care? He's he looks like shit now. I don't mean to be so base, but the fact is, you know, he's he's in the uh, Oval Office. He's up in the uh, in his private quarters during executive time, and he is harassing the White House staff for hamburgers at all hours of the night <clears throat> you know i mean he's a th- this is the king baby here and he's getting fatter because he can't control himself he's um he's very sick he's a sick person he's emotionally unstable so he's just eating and emo- emotionally and he's up at all hours of the night tweeting and he's upset that they're telling the truth about him that is the role of the press so then we have the the Republican Party going out and not only they were saying that the the bombs were a false flag, uh, the, uh, the basically guaranteeing that we've learned nothing here. This will continue. They are, uh, and the other thing is, it's uh, it's both sides are to blame for the vitriol bullshit. It's one side. It's their side. You can, yeah, of course, you can't um, blame – there are mentally ill people. But you can blame the Republican Party for creating the conditions for mentally ill people to act to be activated. And 
That's what they're doing. And and it's not that – it's not like – it's there's no comparison between the guy who shot Steve Scalise and this MAGA bomber because not only is uh, Bernie – can you show me where Bernie said go and be violent towards those who disagree? But there's um, – there were no lies involved either. He's not, Bernie was never lying to people. So you can't, and the other thing, Bernie was um, and is working for Americans to have access to health care, including mental health care. So you have, it's, Republicans have created the perfect storm here. They are, have created hatred against others. They've turned this country into an armed madhouse and they've also made it impossible for people who are mentally ill or physically ill to get access to care so here we are out here and this is the another thing that they keep saying about uh you know when i when i talk about universal health care they when i see these republicans tweeting oh democrats want immigrants illegals to get health care i want everybody to get health care you you ghouls you know why too because when we're the fact is you a lot of corporations hire people without uh, documents because they could treat them as uh second class citizens clearly and they can't do anything about it because they they can't take any the, and there's no documents they, they can't uh you know they can't complain so they can treat them horribly. They can exploit them. And, and, but I do want them to uh, – I don't want that happening, first of all. But I also – if they're here, I would like them uh, to have health care because that's how shit spreads, you morons. So you have somebody who's handling your food, who's got different kinds of diseases. You don't know if they're sick. You don't want them to be sick. You want them to get help if they're sick rather than be at work, right? Like serving your feet food or doing something, you know, and that, that's what they don't see. But the, the whole point is that that's not even the point. We are, are we human beings or not? Are we human? And I don't know. I mean, I know I am. I, I, but this is what it means to live under fascism. We are constantly batting away the lies, and it's not just Donald Trump. He has an he's got a, an entire party of sycophants working to enable him. And Sarah Sanders, oh, she was chased out of a restaurant. Uh, there is no comparison between Sarah Sanders not ha you know having a not being able to enjoy her meal, the and. A former president of the United States be, being potentially blown up with bombs. There is no comparison. And the other thing is, I don't want to hear, there's a, oh, this is on both sides, this vitriol, uh, they can't even go to restaurants. Well, what the hell is the appropriate response to putting babies in cages? Oh, we, are we just supposed to let these fascist freaks go about their business unchallenged? I don't think so. And that is what Maxine Waters was saying. And that is what, what the those who uh, were going to serve Sarah Sanders at a restaurant, 
They these were gays who were working in the kitchen. The gay chef and the and his gay uh, the other gay people that worked at the restaurant. They didn't want to work. They didn't want to serve this pig who works every single day as a liar and, and a propagandist for a an administration that is actively attacking the gay community and turning back the clock on all our hard work that is right now trying in in the in the health and human services defining transgendered right so they're taking away all the the rights of tra- they want us to define ourselves by our peepees you see so they could and it goes it goes deeper and deeper because this will it's also another backdoor way of saying that you know they're they're saying like in the womb by the time you're born uh, they they want to they want to trace our life into uh, you know they're basically trying to control women's bodies and i know i'm i'm babbling a little bit but that's what they're right now this is an, i didn't expect to talk about this because so i don't really have anything prepared that's why it sounds a little disjointed. The fact is, one of the things that the Republicans are doing are they're redefining, they're, they're, they're attacking transgender, they're attacking the human species, frankly, because they, not every, see, your sexuality is in your brain, it's not in your peepees. So I know they're like the peepee patrol, right? They want to know what, what kind of peepee you have, if you, so you can go to the, take your pee-pee to the, to the right bathroom and they want to know what kind of pee-pee you have. If you're having a, if you want to make a legal marriage contract, they want you to have the appropriate combination of pee-pees. This is what they're concerned with. You know, the freedom lovers, because they love freedom. They are, they don't want big government in your business, Right. But they want them. They want big government to take a to take a look down your pants and into your into your crotch. They want to. They want your. They need the peepees documented. And so when somebody is born and uh, they say, "Guess what? My brain says I'm a man when I'm a woman, or whatever, or vice versa, or whatever." That's that is part of the human experience. But these people, they're not humans. They don't give a shit. They want you to see. That's why the uh, there's a high incidence of suicide in not just the gay community, but also the transgendered community. And to be transgendered and to come out as yourself in this world with all these freaks takes more courage than these cowards could ever muster in a thousand lifetimes. So that's why they go after trans- transgendered Americans or human beings because they're cowards and bullies. And that's why they, they can't be trusted with power. So, because look at what they do with it. This is, this is the world that they have given us. You want to know... Um, what's uh what's working or not know them by their fruits look at what they've done look at the the world is your mirror if you don't like what you see you don't break the mirror you fix your face and we have an opportunity in just over a week to fix this effing image that we are projecting 
out onto the world and because it, it's a goddamn ugly image this are we proud of what we're what we see i know we're not i'm not normal people are not and and i can't imagine you know what's so unbelievable to me and depressing is that when i see things like the that trump is uh up in the polls or whatever i mean how stupid and ignorant do you have to be I know that sounds like the same thing. How how selfish. Like on the, um, I, actually when I was watching the media reports today, some, um, one of the things that really irritated me was um, one of the reporters on MSNBC said, oh, uh, you know, about this, about the murder in the synagogue, about this anti-Semitic freak was saying how Ivanka and Jared are, Jewish and they're practicing Jews. They're observant Jews, in fact, because Saturday is the Sabbath. This is what they were saying, and they don't. They practice. Uh, they, they don't turn on the lights or whatever they do. I don't know, whatever. And um, that's on them. But so that this is why this is so dear to them. It must be so upsetting for them, for Ivanka and Jared to see. Uh, that the, these murders have taken place because they're also Jewish. Well, you know what? Is that this is what it's come to in this country? So you only give a shit about something if it affects you directly, if it has some kind of selfish correlation to your own personal little myopic tiny world. So I don't give a shit because oh well, I'm not Jewish. So oh well, must be you know rough on them. Uh, um, what is wrong with that picture? The, that, but that's the Republican way, and it's not normal, people. It's just not normal to not give a shit unless you're somehow could see yourself in the situation. No, we're all in this together, and um, it's so irritating. That's the Republican way. They only see. Well, you know what I. It's like, uh, how many Republicans have you seen? Like, there's like one guy who didn't vote against, who didn't vote against the gay marriage or whatever. Oh, well, you know, my son is gay and I'm, you know, be, oh, well, he gets a pass because, and then, oh, well, uh, you know, my mother had a pre-existing condition and I see, you know, well, fuck you. Y guess what? We're all in this together. So, oh, now you care because you can see how it affects you. Well, what the hell uh, part of E Pluribus Unum don't you understand, bitch? Out of many, one. You don't, you know, uh, uh, get yourself out, get your head out of your own ass and take a look around. Because if one person is denied health care because of a pre existing condition, we are all denied health care. You myopic little freaks if somebody can't go to a synagogue or a church or anywhere can't go out of their house and co congregate with fellow human beings with other humans then we're all in danger of be of being in danger of not having a decent life of not having a life oh christ you see what i'm saying it's so irritating to me these, fil these filthy Republicans. This is what they have turned us into. Why shouldn't we care 
about all of us. If we can't go to school, oh, well, uh, I don't care. I don't go to school. What does it matter if somebody gets shot in school? No, bitch. We're, it's, it matters to everyone because we are in this together. What is, what's the point of having a country? This is what I, I don't understand with these Republicans. What, what do they love about America? They certainly hate about everyone in it, except, except themselves, right? Like um, this, uh, the, this killer, the, the guy, the Magabarma, he's, and that's the other thing. They were saying, oh, well, uh, one of his, the attorney for the, for the Magabarma's family were, was on TV today saying that he, this guy, you know, he's unemployed, he was on, he's on welfare, he's on... You know, they're all, they all take advantage of the social safety net that liberals created for them, right? But it's just they can't handle it for somebody else. And, and also the attorney was saying that he, um, was, he found daddy with, with Trump. That's the, that, that, and there you go. That's fascism in a nutshell. Same thing that Kanye West said, which, uh, curiously enough, Kanye West said that Trump was like his daddy, right? But this guy, and that's, that's fascism. It's the authoritarian daddy to save them to, from the scary, complex world of others who don't know their place. So, all right, I'm looking at the time. Hold on. And so Poppy Champlin is going to call in in the uh, second hour. That would be nice. Calm me down a little bit. What do I need to be calm, though? Why should we be calm? There, there's no reason. We, we need to be ag aggravated and um, motivated to get the hell out. Don't you want to relax, though, right? Relax when we are through fascism. When we can look back and say, that sucks, but I'm glad we fought like hell and we got rid of those fascists. Because they're not capable of functioning in a free democratic society. They really aren't. And uh, they, they prove it every single day with everything that they do. They talk about, uh, I mean, the lies. Here's the thing. When they're, when they're talking about the, the both sides bullshit, don't, eat, don't buy it. Don't buy we have to tamp this down. We, we don't have to tamp down shit because what is the proper response to lies? When somebody says, when you have not just Trump, because Trump seems to get away with every effing lie he says but then you have mitch mcconnell and chuck grassley saying that well you know uh it's quite possible and the freaking uh, i'm trying not to curse as you can say but uh, pre uh vice president the christian taliban pres uh, vice president confirming well it's statistically impossible that a caravan doesn't have middle easterners in it I mean, these people are so full of shit. And the lies, Chuck Grassley and, and uh, the rest of them saying, well, yeah, I, that's what I heard. George Soros is funding this caravan uh, because of the globalists or whatever. This, they're all in it together. Uh, so when you have, it's not just Trump, all of them. They're, they are, it's like, it's like Hitler and Go Goebbels and, uh, you know, um, whatever, the rest of them, <laughs> all the Nazi high command, that's them right there in a nutshell, all r racing around, covering the ass of Twitler. 
So when he comes out and he says, uh, well, Tritler comes out and says, well, you know, we're making this middle class tax cut is coming in 10 days or whatever. It's like they and they all rush around like chickens with their head cuts off, cut off, trying to, uh, you know, giving the thumbs up, trying to um, act like this is a real thing. You see what I'm saying? These people are fascists. This is how much they hate this country. And that and that's how much they count on the stupidity of Americans not to care that's how stupid they think you are. So they, they talk about this caravan and, uh, you know, Kanye says Trump is his daddy. The Megabama was looking for a daddy. And you know what? Um, as I, w- I have been saying for years that Republicans lack the maturity to function in a free democratic society. And they and they are they need an authoritarian daddy to save them from democracy. That's what they want. And when they say they love America, they love white nationalism. It has always been right there, right below the surface. So when Trump says, I'm a nationalist, he doesn't know what the F he's talking about. I'm a nationalist. Uh, I mean, he, well, he knows what he's talking about. He knows he's, he's giving the, uh, you know, a hand job to Nazis. And they're ec- as ec- ecstatic. They're ecstatic about it. You know, that's how you know. Um, are you on the right side of history and humanity? Because if you're voting for a a group of uh, you're voting for Republicans because you like a tax cut. First of all, if you're not a billionaire, you're not getting a tax cut. You're just an idiot. And uh, there's nothing. The Republicans are doing nothing for you. Oh, uh, your the stock market is great. That's uh, well, you know. Stay tuned. There's only so much we can ride this baby, you know, until it's it's going off the rails. So there's only so many regulate. What are they talking about? The regulations. The re- what what regulations? The regulations that prevented a lot of people from losing their retirements from these greedy Wall Street banksters from stealing. And turning everything into a casino, that moving numbers around on a on a balance sheet, like uh, coming up with another uh, with an algorithm in a computer program that with high frequency trade, this this is what they're doing. They're not creating anything. They're just fudging numbers. Like it's like uh, there was that chief. There was a there was a game show that. Um, where you got into a machine with all the dollars and you had to grab as many as you could. That's what it's like until the machine stops. And then you're like, uh, that's what they're trying to do. So just um, allowing companies to spew coal ash into streams and hunters to kill hibernating bears and, and white nationalists to run rampant through the streets um, does not make America great. It turns us into a shithole. That's the shithole country. And, th- and just like, you know, they said everything, t- everything Trump touches dies. What this is, uh, that is, uh, what we're seeing right here. The American democracy is dying. And if we don't get it back in the midterms, it's, it's going to be done. It totally is going to be over. So, uh, 
you know, the right, the, the Trump really, they're the ultimate snowflakes. You know what I mean? Because they need a daddy. They need their daddy to save them, right? So they always talk about how left-wingers are snowflakes. We, we are strong because we're capable of functioning with diverse people that aren't just like us. We're, we, un, we're, we cherish the rule of law. We extend uh, protections to everyone. You know what I mean? We see the humanity in others and we try to, and we value it and try to extend the the same courtesies we want for ourselves to others. That's, there's nothing stronger than that. You know, and there's nothing weaker than a bunch of little white whiners who've had any, everything handed to them whining that somebody else is uh, getting what they're getting or wants a seat at the table. Because I really believe that they they think that if the, if all things were equal, if they're if everyone had the same opportunities as them, that we'd all see just how inadequate they really are. And then it's like uh, you, you, I know for a fact. I mean, you really just know, like uh, Donald Trump Jr. What would he be doing if he was if he didn't have his trust fund, or even just Donald Trump? You know, Donald, but Donald Trump Jr., just think about what he would be doing without his trust fund. It's, he is a parasite sucking off the host. And, uh, you know, he, but this is how, how they, they are immoral because you know he's got absolutely no gratitude. He thinks he earned it. You see what I'm saying? He, rather than he was handed everything, but you know, somewhere in his sick little heart, he thinks he earned it, right? So anyway, all right, um, I'm going to take a break. We're going to watch or listen to the Green News Report with Brad and Desi, and then uh, Labor History in Two with Rick Smith. So it'll be about eight minutes, and then we will be back and... What the fuck is going on? And then we will uh, have Poppy, hopefully. All right. So I will uh, see you guys on the other side. My name is Tara Devlin. Buy some merchandise at the RDT Daily Merchandise Resistance Merchandise Store, and I'll see you on the other side. Now, the top of the hour on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn presents the Green News Report. Another major hurricane gaining strength. Hurricane Willis off the west coast of Mexico with impacts that could be felt in Texas later this week. Mexico braces for powerful Hurricane Willa, and so does central Texas. September was the fourth hottest September ever recorded. Plus, we're going to move on to climate change. I'll tell you, we receive more questions on this than any other topic. Climate change and clean energy are on the ballot in November and even in the debates. What are the odds? All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Unless we make drastic changes immediately, climate change will destroy the world for the next generation. Sorry, next generation. Let's see you fidget spin your way out of this one. <laughs> 
This is your Green News Report. Okie dokie, Desi Doyen. It looks like the hurricane season is not over yet. Not by a long shot. No, it is not. As we go to air, Mexico's west coast is bracing for landfall from powerful Hurricane Willa, which the National Hurricane Center warned on Monday had seen, quote, explosive, rapid intensification all the way up to a Category 5. Well, that sounds familiar. Yes, rapid intensification is linked to global warming. Willa is forecast to weaken before landfall in western Mexico on Tuesday before moving north to bring even more rain into an already flooded central Texas. And some of the weather guys I follow very closely on Twitter are looking at this storm and thinking that these remnants in Texas could make their way to the East Coast combined with another storm, and we could be looking at a pretty big storm late in the week on the East Coast. September 2018 was the fourth hottest September on record globally. That's according to scientists at NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. That means that every September since 2013 has been ranked among the warmest Septembers ever recorded. NOAA also says that the period from January to September of this year was also the fourth warmest such period on record. 2018 as a whole is likely to be the fourth hottest year ever recorded, meaning that the four hottest years on record have all occurred in the last four years. The climate's changing. The climate always changes. That's what Republicans say. It is. Is it untrue? Well, the climate is changing. What matters is what makes it change and this time it's us and this time it's not taking millions of years it's taking just a few decades yep Meanwhile, in the crucial November 6th midterm elections... There's an election on November 6th? Yes, there's an election on November 6th. I hadn't heard. Climate change has finally become a real live question in debates. Last week, reporters pressed incumbent Republican Senator Ted Cruz on his denial of climate science in a Senate debate with Democratic nominee Congressman Beto O'Rourke. And, of course, Cruz said... Of course the climate is changing. The climate has been changing from the dawn of time. The climate will change as long as we have a planet Earth. Yes, he did. On Sunday, in a debate for the Florida governor's seat, Democratic nominee and Tallahassee Mayor Andrew Gillum criticized both his Republican opponent, Representative Ron DeSantis, and the state's current Republican governor, Rick Scott, over their work to suppress the solar industry in the state, over their failure to address the root causes of record toxic algae blooms that have caused massive fish kills and hammered Florida's tourism industry, and over their failure to address rising sea levels caused by global warming. That's a lot of failure. Here's Gillum in Sunday's debate. What Florida voters need to know is that when they elect me governor, they're going to have a governor who believes in science, uh, which we haven't had for quite some time in this state. Uh, I'm not sure what is so California about believing that the state of Florida ought to lead in solar energy. Uh, we're known as the sunshine state. Uh, at the very least, what we can do is be a global leader here. Well, yes, they can, and Florida certainly should, given that they're feeling so many impacts from climate change. It's interesting, however, that both DeSantis and Cruz have charged that their Democratic opponents want to turn the state into California. Yeah, it's weird. What's so bad about California? It's fantastic out here, except for the wildfires and earthquakes, but 
Anyway. And in the debate for the race for Virginia's 7th Congressional District, former CIA officer turned Democratic House candidate Abigail Spanberger debunked the multiple false claims of her opponent, the incumbent Republican Representative Dave Bratt, on environmental standards and clean energy. First world countries around the world have clean air and water because the government puts regulations in place to protect them. To say that the left doesn't understand growth is ridiculous because, in fact, when we invest in environmental environmental policies, we see strong job growth. And renewable energy is also on the ballot. A new report from the Energy and Policy Institute finds that the utility industry is spending big for the November 6th midterm elections with large election-related donations to Republicans and right-wing dark money groups. Utility spending to Republican groups outstripped Democratic groups more than two to one. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at Green news.bradblog.com find us follow us and share us planet-wide on the facebook's and the twitters at green news report i'm brad friedman and i'm desi doyan and this has been your green news report please help progressive voices support the green news report by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate I'm Rick Smith, and this is Labor History in Two. On this day in labor history, the year was 1837. That was the day that Louisa Lee Schuyler was born in New York City. She was dedicated to the causes of public health and welfare, especially for the poor. This led her to help found the Bellevue Training School for Nurses in 1873. It was the first nurses' school in the United States based on the principles of Florence Nightingale, the English social reformer who established modern nursing practices. Louisa had become concerned with the conditions found at the city's public hospitals. Along with three other women, she toured Bellevue Hospital, finding poor lighting, dire sanitary conditions, and even a laundry that had run out of soap. The women wrote up a report about their findings. They made the case that a professionally trained nursing staff would help remedy the situation. The work of women during the Civil War had shown the potentially important role of nurses in providing medical care. The women's request was approved on a trial basis at Bellevue. Bellevue Hospital had opened its doors in 1736, making it the oldest continually running public hospital in the United States. The first class of nurses included just six women. Early training focused on improving sanitary conditions at the hospital and seeing to patient comfort. But instruction grew quickly to include basic medical training. By 1879, enrollment had grown to more than 60 trainees. Proud of their accomplishments, graduates wore a school pin. Designed by Tiffany and Company, the pin portrayed a crane in the middle of a wreath of poppies. The school operated for nearly a century until the training program was incorporated into Hunter College. For more information, go to laborhistoryin2.com, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at laborhistoryin2. All right, everybody, welcome back. My name is Tara Devlin, and I am here every Saturday from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. No, yeah, 6 to 8. 
Eastern on the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels and rebroadcast on Progressive Voices on Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern or on the Progressive Voices app and GDPR Revolution 99, iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, all everywhere. Uh, just help us grow, donate, buy some merch at the RDT Daily store. You can go to rdtdaily.com and there's a merchandise link. That takes you to our Shopify store. There's some really great designs. Trump balloon, Trump turd, a lot of resist stuff. Also, Francis Jr. Jr., uh, our mascot, uh, shirts, mugs, you know, a lot of crap you don't need. <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. It's good stuff. Fun gifts. There's also a baby, baby uh, bodysuit that says, I am less of a baby than the so-called president. I like that one personally. That's a good gift for uh, any little resistor. If you go to a baby shower, we're going to need all the help we can get. So bring those babies up right, people. So, all right, make them normal. You know, hate is taught. Hate of others is something that you are taught. And... I do believe that we are, that's how I, I was, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago about PTSD and war that I, I know that human beings, we, we have our struggles. We are, we're effed up, but we are not meant to be in conflict because if we were, we wouldn't have such adverse mental and psychological effects from, from war. We don't, we wouldn't have flashbacks. We wouldn't have PTSD. We, we don't get those adverse after effects from love. I mean, maybe I do, but uh, not if it was going the right way. If you're truly in love and you're connecting, I mean, that's what we want. We want to connect with other people and we don't want to hurt them. That's why we're not meant to have that. We're not meant to be in conflict. So we, and that's why as a collective in government, when we get together to uh, govern our society, we want to bring out the best in each other, not the worst. And that's why you don't vilify uh, segments of society. And that's how you know if a politician is working in your best interest. Are they saying it's their fault? These people are doing it. These are rapists. These are a cabal of globalists. Um, no, that's how you know that they're 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 effing evil. And I, I don't want to say speaking of evil, no. Uh, we have Poppy on the phone. She's not evil. She is Poppy Champlin. She is the opposite of evil. Thank God. Because I need it. Hold on. Poppy? Fuck, unmute. Poppy? Are you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poppy, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Poppy? Coming, Poppy? Evil. <laughs> I know. I was like trying to like find a. I was talking about evil. Thank I'm like, right. I don't want to be like, and speaking of evil, here is po <laughs> Poppy is the opposite of evil. That's the whole thing. I mean, Poppy's actually a nice person and she's, and she's like a, a happy person and a normal person. That's, uh, and so that's good. That's why it's, I'm glad you're here. You're going a little too far there. You're going a little too far. <laughs> Maybe not normal. I don't know. You seem happy. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, happy, optimistic, but, you know, today has just been brutal. I know. Yeah. You know and I got to go do a show tonight, and I'm like, oh, fuck, man. I, I mean, know. I'm sorry. I mean, you can't, 
you know, what happened? The synagogue thing. It's like, what? And, right. and, and for Trump to say, hey, they, the God, the guard should have been armed. I'm like, no, right. well, he did not just say that. Well, that's that's it. That's how you know that they're that they are. They really don't have the best interests of America at heart because they're not actually looking for solutions to our problems. They're just peddling the same bullshit. Of course, they're going to say this we need to arm uh more people we need more guards we need more of this it's like yeah. yeah more tax cuts more bullshit more more of our bullshit that's what we need the the, the same bullshit yeah. that put yeah. us in <laughs> in the fucking situation let's put do more of that you know i mean to have two to have two nutbags in in two days right. or, or is it today i mean it's crazy it's like right. oh no it's really it's it, I feel like it's unraveling a little bit. It is, but it's and, also, uh, you know, <laughs> but that's and then to have Trump say that it's the media's fault because they're not sufficiently kissing his ass enough. And in his world, yeah. <laughs> he thinks that, well, he should we should all just the, the purpose of the media is to praise him. You know, this is this. <laughs> that's what he thinks. And that's the same system that the founders fought a revolution to escape. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. there. And, and then you have the, the thing that's really disturbing is when you watch the, the, the Trump, uh, whatever the rallies, when he goes to these goddamn, rallies. Rallies, yeah. When they're all in the, all the people in the back, I always look at them and I wonder, it's yeah. like sometimes I, you know, when you look at historical photographs of Nazis and the crowds or whatever, I think I wonder mm. one day yeah. if they'll be looking at those people like that. Like, wow, I, right. I, I don't have a doubt that they will. Frankly, that, that history is not going to be kind to them. I think personally. Well, you know what is bothering me too is <laughs> these proud boys. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like a proud boys. Yes. That's scary to me because that's like, okay, they're a mob and now they have a name for themselves. Right. And um, now there's now there's a, a magnet for a bunch of other nut jobs to join in with. And and Trump pretty soon will probably call out their names. Right. As, yeah. As I, very I, fine people. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and when he when he was doing his rally the other day, and he's like, "I'm behaving, am I behaving? I Look at me, I'm behaving." He goes, "But I don't have to. Maybe I won't so much behave in a little while." Or you know what I mean? Right. It was like he, a threat, right? Because he's a child, and yeah, no, that's what it was. Because and that's why everything that he says is bullshit. Because. He's like, we all have to unify. And I'm looking at the GOP Twitter feed, which you know, I just want to vomit. They're they're constantly setting, uh, tweeting out Trump's, uh, what's his, you know, quote saying, oh, "We we have to yeah. unify. We are have to." It's like shut oh, the, the ones fuck that up. He didn't write. Right, right. Yeah, the like, ones that he didn't write that. No, no, he doesn't believe that. Right, but it's just like, what does it matter what he says? And then and then on on MSNBC or whatever, they're like, "Oh, we're standing by for a press conference with the with the president." Like, who cares? So he comes out and <laughs> reads, know. yeah, something off a teleprompter. Like, oh, right. this is a we need to get together. And you know that in in about thirty seconds, it's all gonna be uh, it's just null and void because he's just gonna say yeah. something stupid when he, as soon as he's so he I can know. read a I teleprompter. Know. Wait, I actually I have a video. Hold on a sec. There's a oh, of that, of that. 
Yeah, there's of him. Um, let me see. Do I have this? Fuck me. You have that one of him saying, I'm going to behave because it was like, oh, my God. He's like, but, you know, any minute I'm going to call out the bo- the Proud Boys on you if you're not careful. No, I don't have that. I don't. I was trying to, I actually was going to, uh, trying to grab that one. But here's one of. Yeah. No nation can succeed that tolerates violence or the threat of violence as a method of political intimidation, coercion, or control. Any guy that can do a body slam, he's my kind. Such conduct must be fiercely opposed and firmly prosecuted. All right, yeah, get him out. Try not to hurt him. If you do, I'll defend you in court. We want all sides to come together in peace and harmony. A future under democratic mob rule would be a total catastrophe. Those engaged in the political arena must stop treating political opponents as being morally defective. I've been going around lately saying the Democrats are the party of crime. No one should carelessly compare political opponents. Anyway. I'm getting a I'm getting some yeah. kind of feedback, but but that's it was just a some video that was put together, but uh, yeah, of, of, that, with the contradictions. But that's what it's like. He says one thing, and then there's just the exact opposite. So what does it matter? Our heads are spinning anyway, and like shut up. You're the problem. That's he is the problem. I, think, I thought Reagan was the antichrist, but. Mm. I think we, I think we found him. Mm-hmm. No, we definitely did. I think did. we have found our antichrist finally. Yeah, totally. No, he is. I, I mean, if we're living in the, there's a lot of people that think we're living in the end times, and he certainly is proving to be an antichrist <laughs> right now. Right. You well, know, I mean, that's pretty dramatic, but it's but it's right, serious. Right. This is and it's funny because yeah. you're supposed to be the optimist here, right? <laughs> and you're I like, know, I, know. I think these are the end times. Yeah. <laughs> this could be, but like, let me just switch this to the subject for a second. I have a costume right here that I'm about to wear to a costume party tonight, mm-hmm. and I'm afraid of my own costume. What is because it? Because some, it's a package bomb. Like I am the oh, package shit. bomb. Shit, Poppy, <laughs> that's amazing. All right, is that bad? No, I mean it might. I don't know. It might be too soon, but yeah. No, it's not bad. Yeah. You're... <laughs> too soon, yeah. I mean, here's the, here's what the attorney. Well, the return. It's addressed to the courthouse Halloween Halloween party. That's awesome. That's where I have to go. Oh my god! No, that's good. I think it's. And good. then I the the, re, the return address is to Mitch No Nick McConnell. <laughs> Ted, get your head out of your ass, Cruz. Donald Dirty Delusional Deceitful Drump. That's good. Bart Beer Busted Kavanaugh. <laughs> Lindsay the Ultimate Cracker Graham. Uh, Orin Oh My God What Hatch Hatch. That's and good. Chuck Get Off My Grass Grassley. <laughs> and Jeff Buy Some Ball Fashion. <laughs> Chuck Grassley, man, he was just, oh, I, I, I'm the one who has order here. I, I right. play what goes on. Not you. Not I you. Know. And not you. <laughs> That's like the guy from It's a Wonderful Life. Right. Oh, it's me, Mark. Right. He's horrible. I, I just oh. look at him like, 
shit, he is he, he is really be, beyond his cell date. That guy. He why is he? <laughs> God, you know, totally. it's like he should. Yeah. He's old. Come on, people. He's too effing old. He's, he was just horrendous. Also, I wanted to make jokes about the bomber. I don't know if, if it's too soon. Well, but, I mean, it's not bad uh, because nobody nobody died. I, if somebody was actually if somebody was hurt, it would be a different story. But yeah, they caught right. him and nobody. Well, it's, almost, it's almost old news already. I know, right? Yesterday. It's so true, and right? but that's that's okay. that's, what, that's what's so scary, right? It's that he. Yeah. he it's like that's bec- and it's also the other thing. That's another thing I wanted to say too about that. It's almost like it's okay because he was targeting Democrats. Now, could you imagine if this guy was targeting Republicans and he was, let's say, Muslim or something? Do you? Could, what would oh. be going on in this country? Right oh, now? there would be riots. Yeah, riots. these Republicans. What would they be doing at this point? What would they do? Riots. This whole effing country would be shut down. We'd have martial law. Yeah. Yeah, there would be no doubt. Yeah. There's no doubt. But the fact that it's Democrats, that it's and and, yeah. and it's uh, former presidents, former Secretary of State, yeah. the people in the media, yeah. and think about all yeah. of the postal workers that were in danger and uh, yeah. sitting oh. senators and Congress people. It's um, I know it's outrageous. And, and the fact, the other thing is, is too, is that they found out about the the bomb at George Soros's house a few days prior and that just was like a nothing news story it was like oh they found a bomb at george oh, soros wow. house and then a couple of days later we, there were more bombs but it was like if it was just oh. the bomb at george soros's house oh well because that asshole was still out there saying that george soros yeah. is funding this caravan which is one of the things that this this anti-semitic m- murderer this guy was yeah. saying was one of his one of the things that he was railing against apparently on his Twitter feed right. was that he yeah. he was mad that the globalists and the Jews like George Soros was fa- funding the the caravan that which is a fucking well, lie so it's scary anyway go ahead well, sorry I think that he was just upset that he was living in a caravan called his own van he was <laughs> <laughs> true he, he was living in a van by the river right. <laughs> It's true. He didn't even put the correct amount of, of of money on the packages. Some of them were returned with postage due. Did you know right. that? I didn't know that. That's got that's, well, that's typical. Fifty cents. It got returned. That's amazing. Well, but then you yeah, have I mean, that's the and the other thing the the Republicans were saying I, on of course a lot of them were saying that this is a false flag operation. I mean, it's right out of Putin's playbook. The not not just the whataboutism, oh. but the 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 whole fake news and that there's just this whole like what the fuck are Democrats? We're trying to give you health care, assholes, not create false yeah. flags of. Uh, I mean, we're right, too right, busy right. stopping you pricks from taking away health care from people <laughs> with pre-existing conditions. We're not making right. bombs, assholes. We're, I yeah, mean, not that's, it's insane. And that, that's why I think, like, why, that's why they have to lie. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's just nothing but lies. And they yeah. turn uh, Democrats when, uh, uh, when we're just fighting for a decent life for everyone, 
and everyone, regardless of whether they were born with, uh, you know, on third base thinking they hit a triple or whether they have were born gay or born transgender or whatever, you know, everyone. Oh, that's getting bad. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I was just, just saying in the be first really hour. Bad, pretty be- soon. Because they're reclassifying uh, the sex yeah, as your pee-pee. So you have to, it's all about I mean, people your pee-pee. Are born, people can be born with two sets right. of genitalia. They, and that and, happens and a lot. And it should be up to them to choose which set they want to work with. That's it. That's and that is because you know? your sexuality is in your brain. But these little tiny assholes—they don't—they don't get it. They and then not that they care, yeah, either. They—they they don't believe in science. Yeah, they don't. Care. They don't. The—they—they they believe in a giant man on a cloud making a list of who's yeah. naughty and who's not, and a man on top of it. That's the other thing I think. Like, yeah. Well. A man yeah, on a cloud? Why does he have to be a man? It's like he's got a penis? Like, I don't understand. Why does it have to be a man? Like, why would a giant cloud be being... Catholicism. It's so irritating. Like, why would a giant cloud being need a man? He's got a Y chromosome? I mean, need a penis. He's got, like, it's... And, and it's so arrogant that this giant cloud being has to... Is just a giant, more... A bigger asshole than you are. Not you, Poppy, but you know, <laughs> than right winger. Oh, yeah, I'm the access of No, evil. yeah, no, no. Anyway. No, I, I understand. I, I guess I, I don't understand. Catholicism, you know, created patri- uh, patri- patriotism, patriarchy. Yeah. And now uh, we're, we're with the women, with the Me Too and the standing up and everything, we're trying to say, no, we don't, we're tired of the goddamn patriarchy. Right. And now men are fighting back, saying, "Hold on, we're going to lose, we're going to lose control of these women, right. and we're going to lose, you know, we're going to lose our bread and butter. You know, they got to cook for us, and they got to clean for us. And where'd that <laughs> system go? Right, that's true. They they want to be on top of something, right? Their their whole, uh, and that's how I always say it's just how inadequate they really are, and well, now they're just cowards, you know." Well, that's what the Proud Boys said that they stand for. The Proud Boys said they stand for. They want the men to take back their masculinity and redefine masculinity and so that they can provide for women so women don't have to work. Well, fuck you, man. I don't need that shit anymore. Who the fuck asked you, right? You know what I mean? It's like, uh, that's what they, but that's what these uh, fascists do. I mean, they're just another wing of the, the, they're just the brown shirts and the fascists because yeah, the, yeah. Let, us, what, let us think for the women. Right. We want to uh, think for the right. women like we always used to. Yep. And that's what fascism is, is, uh, is like toxic masculinity gone rampant. Yeah. And, uh, they, yeah. they're into physical fitness and they, it actually, I was, I saw some video about them and I thought it looks really gay to me, frankly, cause they're all like working yeah, it together. Yeah, it did look pretty gay. It did. Yeah. It, totally did. <laughs> it did. They're all like shirtless <laughs> and like getting sweaty yeah. and like, you know, they, and, but there's a lot of this homoerotica because they hate themselves too. And they want to be a part of something and there it's just so twisted really for 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 these these dumb little fuckers to to try to tell the whole fucking world what to do with their lives like right. oh women right. you know and they can't they can't progress they right. can't move on 
Because uh, they're, of course, they're that inadequate. That's what it is. It's like they're they are that inadequate yeah. that they have to control the outside world. And it, it's the same thing with homophobia. It's like that's why you could throw a rock in the friggin' Republican convention and like hit a closet case because they're projecting. They hate themselves that much, so they project it outwards, and that's why they get involved with the with the organization that is working to limit freedom to limit gay rights because if if they're if people aren't gay you know they're not out there flaunting it they don't have to be tempted and there's uh there there was i remember this one guy i I wish i had grabbed it but they there's a a video of some one of these anti-gay fuckers and he was saying uh you know gays are just hedonists they're just hedonists yeah and uh but to me, it sounded like, what do you mean they're just hedonists? Because hedonists, you know, because they, they, they're just giving in to their desires. And that yeah. showed me that that guy is definitely a closet case because he thinks that everybody must feel like he feels, you know, uh, wanting right. to fuck another guy. And he just doesn't act on it because he loves Jesus. And, you know, gays are just giving in to it. <laughs> That's what it is. They're, and, yeah. you know, they've done a million yeah. studies that ho- being a homophobe is the telltale sign uh, that you're a closet case. But, you know, if uh-huh. only these fuckers would get help for their their sickness. <laughs> yeah, for real. They need help. They yeah, need help. Only, if only they could have as much sex as a gay man could, <laughs> maybe they would shut it's up. It's true. And they can have as much sex as they want. They can have sex, and they do. They do have a lot of sex. And unfortunately, that was a bad thing that happened in the eighties. But right, that's another uh, story. Yeah. That's not happening anymore. Right, yeah. but um. I gotta go. All I mean, right. Well, because you're going to the that party with your costume, right? That's awesome. Yeah, I'm really that's great. <laughs> no, it's gonna be fun. You're gonna be like, I think you'll win. Is there, is there a contest? Yeah, scariest contest. But I mean, I have to do comedy first. You well, that's and you're I'm gonna kill. Not allowed to be in the contest, huh? You're not allowed to be in the contest. Oh, but you're. I mean, that's probably that, not. Yeah, probably because you're not. Yeah, because it's like cheating then. So, but you're you're but you're gonna could, be the life of the part. I mean, that's gonna you. That's gonna be great. Everybody's gonna laugh. You're. It's you're you don't, fine. You don't think it's too much? No, it's great. Uh, I, I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say what you said though. Too soon? Yeah, that's a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I mean, it's I'm not gonna, even 48 hours, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to have a blast. <laughs> I'm the bomb. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's great. No, you're going to kill. You know what else? Like that, those bombs weren't even going to go off unless the person that he sent them to actually lit the fuse themselves. <laughs> oh, really? I thought it was like they opened it or something, and then that, like, triggered it. Or something. I don't know. Whatever. I don't then. think it. I don't think so, but well, we don't know yet. Well, he's not. Well, that's one of the excuses the Republicans were saying. Oh, well, you know, he's either the worst bomb maker ever, or he's a false flag. You know, fuck you. And and that's that's and hence activating more morons to run out there and and commit more violence because they mm. think like, oh, Democrats yeah. are they're committing false flags now. I mean, like, what? Oh my it's, God. It's, a, the, it's really the downfall. It's unbelievable. So, well, right. I'm digging my, I'm digging my bomb shelter now. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going in, I'm going up there. I'll be with you. You better All make, right. make room for clock. me. <laughs> All right, Poppy. Poppy Champlin, right. everyone. 
Where do you want? Hey, when, the rest of the show. Yes. And, and so, say it hard. It's a hard champlain, not champlain. It's, it's a hard champlain. Champlain. Sorry. I know. I yeah. should know these things. <laughs> champlain. No. Poppy Champlin. And well, you're from Long Island. You don't, I know. You don't know how to say this. What is your what's your what's your website, Poppy? I forgot. My website's my name, poppychamplin.com. Okay, cool. Well, everybody go there and go see Poppy. All right. Hey. Thank <laughs> but you'll you. be back. You'll be back. I'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Bye bye. Bye. All right, everyone. Poppy Champlin. Say it right. Say it right. All right. So anyway, um, what I want, what else I wanted to talk about? We have some time. Let me just put on the lower third here. Where is it? So you guys can follow me. Here we go on Twitter at uh, Real Tara Devlin or RDT Daily. Follow both and. Buy some merchandise. I'm telling you, I'm getting really taking it personal here. All right. So uh, one of the things I wanted to talk about, too, was uh, Megan Kelly and the blackface controversy, how she she's fired, apparently, because she um, she didn't understand that uh, why white people couldn't walk around in blackface for Halloween. Uh, uh, let me play the video that I, this is a clip of, from the show where, uh, where she, she says the blackface comment and then her apology. So I'll be, just watch this and we'll talk about it. And I have to give you a fair warning. I'm a little fired up over Halloween costumes this morning. <laughs> have you seen this? I mean, truly political correctness has gone amok. There are strict rules on what you may and may not wear issued by someone who thinks they're the boss of you. But what, but what, what is racist? Because, because so truly, you do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on blackface yes, yes. on Halloween or a black person who puts on whiteface yes. for Halloween. Like, I, that, okay, back when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up as like a character. If somebody like, feels like something is offensive to them, then you should say it, and that's fair game. Yeah, and and you should be able also, to take it if you're going to dress up like yeah, that. Yeah, you got to be able to take it. Yeah. One of the things they mentioned. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm Megan Kelly, and I want to begin with two words. I'm sorry. You may have heard that yesterday we had a discussion here about political correctness and Halloween costumes. And that conversation turned to whether it is ever okay for a person of one race to dress up as another. A black person making their face lighter or a white person making theirs darker to make a costume complete. I defended the idea, saying as long as it, as it was respectful and part of a Halloween costume, it seemed okay. Well, I was wrong and I am sorry. One of the great parts of sitting in this chair each day is getting to discuss different points of view. Sometimes I talk and sometimes I listen. And yesterday I learned. I learned that given the history of blackface being used in awful ways by racists in this country, it is not okay for that to be part of any costume, Halloween or otherwise. I have never been a PC kind of person. But I do understand the value in being sensitive to our history, particularly on race and ethnicity. This past year has been so painful for many people of color. The country feels so divided, and I have no wish to add to that pain and offense. I believe this is a time for more understanding, more love, more sensitivity, and honor 
and I want to be part of that. Thank you for listening and for helping me listen too. And then the audience is applauding, giving her a standing ovation. She's crying. So at the age of 47, Megyn Kelly learned that wearing uh, blackface might hurt black people, might be offensive. And she's she uh, she couched it in um, that she doesn't like political correctness. She's a real staunch advocate for not having political correctness, which means not being a dick, not being an asshole, but having some uh, respect for other people that you share this planet with. That if somebody doesn't want to be called something, that you don't dehumanize them by calling them that. That if somebody doesn't want to be mocked and imitated what, because you're sitting in your ivory tower and you're with your white blonde privilege that you're that and you dress up like uh, uh, Diana Ross and you want to complete, quote unquote, the co- the costume by making your black, your face black. Why that would be offensive, given the history of this racist ass country and what's more shocking to me too is that at age 47 she's just figuring this out thank you for audience for learning helping me learn something well why the fuck was she in it uh hosting a talk show to begin with when you haven't learned this is what's wrong with this country right here that you have bloviating mouthpieces of white privilege sitting in the catbird seat of power with entirely uh, a, a too much of a platform to spread their ignorance, whining that others are getting in the way of ju- them having fun. Oh, I just want to dress up like like uh diana ross i just meanwhile people are struggling and they're trying to be taken seriously and they want to be seen as human beings and not just caricatures for your entertainment for your white ass entertainment you you and and this woman why does she have a talk show why how did she get as far as she got in this life and then they had to give her how many millions of dollars to get the fuck out and shut her fat mouth. Uh, uh, maybe there's more shit you got to learn. So sh- give me a few million dollars. I'll go around the world. I'll learn all about it. I would. Ne- but by the time I'm sitting in this chair in front of this audience, I'm, I'm not so stupid that I would uh, spread this l- lies about other people, about other races and hurt people. Uh, for, for nothing, because you don't like being inconvenienced. You don't understand why it would be hurtful for black people to, uh, to, to be mocked and laughed at. The hell, I mean, how small minded are you that you don't understand that you, as a white, rich bitch, dressing up as a black person, what might be offensive? Like, you think it's funny, but they got to wear that skin every effing day. And just for for this bitch to put it on as a joke, what uh, it speaks volumes about how disconnected she is 
from uh, from from the uh, the people that she's supposed to be talking to and why she shouldn't even have a talk show. Why does why does somebody like that have a talk show in this country? She's to uh to spread her ignorance, to spread her um you know, uh her privilege to justify that she's so put upon by by not being able to wear somebody else's skin for a day at a Halloween po- party because you know uh, she 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 wants to complete the costume, and she's against political correctness. I, this whole um, railing against political correctness is really just says it all about the Republican Party. Because what is political correctness? It is simply being a decent person. It is simply being considerate to other human beings. That's all that you are asked to do, Republicans, and you can't even do that. You can't even say, oh, they want to be called this? Oh, I will call them that. I will not be an asshole. And they can't do it. They're victims. They turn themselves into the victims in that situation. So um, good for her for learning and the tears in her eyes. Why the fuck did she have tears in her eyes? Why are you crying, honey? You're a millionaire. You just got millions of dollars to go the F home and shut your effing mouth. They. I wish somebody would give me a million dollars to shut my mouth. <laughs> no, they won't. I will never shut my mouth. Just buy some goddamn merchandise, please. But that's all I ask. But this one, I mean, it's so ridiculous that you think that this idiot, that, that's what really got me when I, was, when I saw this apology and the tears in her eyes. Why are you crying? Why, you know what, the, the, those who had to endure hundreds of years of oppression and then had to, uh, you know, just sit silently watching you idiots tap around in blackface and then in 2018 had to, uh, well, in 2016 had to watch a racist piece of shit get elected despite receiving fewer votes and then little whiny, blonde, put-upon, privileged princesses you know, uh, take up the mantle of uh, anti-political correctness uh, and, uh, you know, die on the hill of what? Um, I want to wear blackface? How do you think? Like, I guess she thinks she's being controversial or something. She thought she was, uh, you know, being, that's what strength is to a Republican, is having the courage, quote unquote, to be a dick. To be a an inconsiderate asshole to the rest of humanity. That we're all supposed to just, you know, bow down before their ignorance, you know? So anyway, that's what I wanted to share about that. I uh, It just, it irritated me uh, on, on so many levels. Not just, just what she said, what her apology, the tears, the standing ovation, and then the millions of dollars she got to get the F out. Because she she's she learned something. Well, good for you. Um, welcome to the party, moron. Uh, stay tuned because she didn't learn shit. That's um what I think. That she didn't learn a goddamn thing. Well, she's the victim. Believe me. Right now, there are white privileged princes all over this country complaining that she had to get uh to go take her millions and go home. And uh, it's so unfair. Because it's so unfair 
to those who have the that don't realize how much privilege they have. Like, you know, the one of the things that's so tedious about living under fascism, you know, I thought I knew that fascism was going to suck, but I didn't realize it would be so tediously boring with these we, with these whiners complaining about how unfair everything is all the time. It's so unfair. Like the media is so unfair. Everyone's so unfair. They won't let us be assholes. It's so unfair. Well, you get to be an asshole, Megyn Kelly. You all get to be assholes, but we all get to have a response to it. And there are consequences to being an asshole. So that's why, you know, when they they talk about we're snowflakes, left-wingers are snowflakes, liberal snowflakes, there is nothing further from the truth. There, it's like opposite day because Every, everything that they say is like is opposite day. That's part of the fascist tactic. They they make you think you're crazy by, you know, it's uh by um, it's projection. It's called psychological projection. So they whatever they they're doing, they they accuse the their opponent of doing. Um, so they're like, oh, we all have to tamp it down uh, when they're the ones that are inciting violence, that are literally screaming uh, that the that they're going to pay legal fees of the morons who conf- who uh, who who um, what do you call it, who are violent. You know what I mean? So the uh, they're they're effing snowflakes. So this one, she's crying um, because she learned that she learned that. Why didn't you learn it before? You're uh, you're an educated woman with a talk show. Why didn't you learn that before you sat in, in front of your camera? You know what I mean? You didn't have enough time. I guess I guess it what it did, had no value to you, right? You, to learn about other human beings who live on the planet because this is a that's the Republican way. It all whatever you see. Uh, past your eyelashes, that's that's as far as your vision goes. It only goes to, from your eyelashes to the mirror. And if it affects you, then it's worthy of discussion. It, it's worthy, right? So this that's the Republican way. Um, anyway, so yeah, now she gets to take her millions and uh, think about what, she, you know, life. I guess um, she'll be all right. She'll be all right. But they are. But the Trump they are the ultimate snowflakes. You know, they need their big authoritarian daddy to save them. It doesn't matter um, that the authoritarian daddy is a is a liar, is a racist, is a um, who's calling me. Why don't I have that off anyway? And um, but so that's why, you know, when uh when Poppy was talking about the Proud Boys, it's the it's the same thing. They're they're the snowflakes. They go into the crowd. There's nothing weaker than going into a crowd of protesters and sucker punching people. Why? Because that the weaker your argument, the more violent the adherents to that argument are. To to ex- it's uh that it's just a a fact. So they. If you have to use violence to intimidate people and to, um, you know, spread your message, then your your argument is pretty weak. So the it's a, with these Proud Boys, you know, they're the strongest. It's like they need Trump as their daddy to tell them 
Oh, you're, it's like when you're, you know, with a toddler, you're the best, you're the strongest. Uh, and that's why the Republicans, they're, they're constantly, they whine about participation trophies and, oh, we're, we're, we're getting weak. Uh, the Americans are so weak because toddlers are getting trophies just for showing up. And that's what it means to hold on to your white privilege. You think that your greatest accomplishment is being born white. It is the ultimate participation trophy. Just because you were born into this world, you haven't done shit. You've done nothing. You're standing on the privilege of your forefathers, of your ancestors, and you're trying to make sure that the world doesn't evolve so you can get a piece of that privilege. And you're doing everything you can to stop it from evolving up to and including violence. That is the Trumpanzee cause. That is the Republican way right now. They are the ultimate snowflakes with the ultimate participation trophy, white privilege. That's what that is. Yeah. So, And then they have their daddy telling them no matter what the reality is, that they're the strongest, they're the best, they're the, they are the, uh, you know, the, the hardest working, and, and all, everybody else is trying to take from them. The brown people, they just want to take and take, and, if, and it doesn't matter what the reality is, if, it's, uh, if something doesn't go their way, it's the brown people's fault, even though it's really daddy who's uh, tricking them, you know, so... Anyway, that's uh, when I when I saw that whole thing with Megyn Kelly, I was just like, what what was that bitch ever doing with a talk show? Um, There you go. That's another example of just how screwed up this country is, because in a normal, sane country that she would not have a talk show, that woman would not have millions of people watching her. Um, say what, like, just espouse bullshit, espouse her stupidity, and 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 in the if you watch the clip and uh, just like I do at the at the Trump rallies, if you look at the those in the audience ju- um, agreeing with her, shaking, oh, and then they're all applauding, giving her a standing ovation. Why are you giving this bitch a standing ovation? Woman, she's had every privilege, everything handed to her. She's had every opportunity to learn and to be a decent human being, to have every door open to her in spite of her abilities. And still, she didn't know that you don't act like an asshole to other human beings. That, that She had to learn that. It was such a put, she was so put upon not being able to wear blackface at Halloween, you see? Of all the problems in the world, she is the champion of anti-political correctness for some reason. It's, I mean, it must be hard for Megan and all her uh, pals as they sit around in their gated communities complaining that they they had this perfect Diana Ross costume and it wasn't the same without blackface and those 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 damn snowflake flake liberals ruined it for them <sighs> so this is where we're living people and this is why um everybody better vote this coming week because if we don't not this week 
next the following week tuesday if we don't send a clear and decisive message to these morons and monsters it's a it's like a rogues gallery you i mean it's i know halloween is here i have i've never been more frightened from uh these haints and saints and ghouls and ghosts flying around this country it's for real we have seen what's going on when when the the uh the bombings were happening or the mail bombs were being sent everywhere and they're we're not out of the woods yet because this moron isn't talking there may be more um bombs in the mail he's not saying so things things could happen so we don't we're not out of the woods yet so um but when they, those are being sent around i just it's and i saw the hashtag on twitter that there was and it's still going one of the hashtag was vote blue to end this nightmare that's not that is the uh exactly that is the summary of the last 2 years this is an effing nightmare that this country may not survive and we all we all want a functioning society that's why we're here that's why we care about politics that's why we're watching this show and that's why i do this show because we care about the future of this country and we are the true patriots and just like the patriots that stood up to the king and the aristocracy in the american revolution we're still fighting that revolution and those agents of oligarchy are very close to dragging us back to times that we thought, uh, you know, the founders fought a revolution to escape where the rich run everything and own everything and everyone knows their place and we just all just sit here awaiting our rewards in heaven. That's what they want. And me in the meantime, because we have this uh maybe maybe false notion that we are we're living in a democracy right we we have an aspirational democracy we're not quite there yet but they as the people like trump and putin and the saudi king who think he can get away with murder and uh they're sitting they're living in a different reality than we are watching us all down here fighting amongst each other over uh you know bullshit when we should all tr- truly be pointing our anger where it belongs at them but you know trump is the ultimate con man and the worst part is he's got a hell of a lot of enablers and a hell of a lot of followers that believe him it is really that's probably the most shocking part of living in these times and, uh, you know, when they talked about Kushner on TV, about how uh, Ivanka and uh, Jared, how they're, they must be upset, so upset, because the shooting at the synagogue, because they're Jews. The other thing that I thought of, because uh, they, they were saying on TV how they're observant, how they don't, on the on the Sabbath, how they don't turn on the lights and they don't put on the TV and whatnot. Well, I guess I wonder, I actually did wonder, did uh, Khashoggi, was Khashoggi murdered on, uh, I guess it was okay, he wasn't murdered on the Sabbath because, uh, you know, Jared, he's pretty much in on that. He was in on that. So the this is what we're dealing with. 
why is a we have a corporate media that gives these people a pass they uh, that speaks about them like they're they're not um fascist monsters destroying this country they 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 should have no leeway at all there there should not be a show on MSNBC or any other me- media outlet where the american people aren't reminded exactly what we're up against there should be we shouldn't um kid ourselves we shouldn't fool each other that trump is a real president who cares what he says what what's and then they all get around and talk about how well he set the right tone there i wonder i mean let's get get real people stop deceiving yourselves stop wasting all our time start organizing and you know i guess you know it's really me too i should say watching the corporate media it's like them wondering if trump's ever going to act presidential why am i wondering if they're ever going to uh call him out for what the hell he really is and consistently call him out anyway so we only have like 45 minutes so let me wrap up the show by saying thanks everyone for for being here every week i see you i appreciate you and you make it make it possible we are in this together i really believe this and i want to i also want to thank poppy champlin for coming on the show and being a regular and uh so uh if you can donate do me a favor do that buy some merchandise at the rdt daily store join our facebook page we have 150,000 followers and growing and that's that's it we really are in this together and like i always say we stick together we win Get ready to vote. We will win. And I will see you next week. My name is Tara Devlin. I should have said that. See you soon.